Hello, everyone, and welcome to Season 3 of Backyard Geology. In this season, I will be taking you across the world on a geologic pilgrimage to visit natural sites that have played a key role in our understanding of the Earth, its history, and the processes by which it has evolved. The present is the key to the past. Join me on a journey to sites where you can peer deep into the mantle and deep into time to understand the evolution of our spectacular planet. This week's journey takes us to the Jack Hills in Western Australia. How do we study the past? The answer is with the present. Without time machines, all we have to study Earth's dynamic history are the extant rocks on the surface of the Earth. Even the tiniest fragments of minerals can host chemical signatures from deep time, and geologists rely on these fragments to dive into the past. The rocks of the Jack Hills host mineral grains that are, currently, the oldest known materials present on Earth clocking in at 4.4 billion years old. For reference, the Earth itself was formed 4,600 million years ago, and dinosaurs roamed the Earth a mere 250 to 66 million years ago. Before I began to study geology, I always pictured the dinosaurs as being kind of the oldest thing that we cared about. But to put it into perspective, if Earth's history was a single 24-hour day clock starting at midnight, the Jack Hills zircons would have formed just before 1 a.m. and the dinosaurs would have lived around 11 p.m. the next day. Deep time is a hard concept to wrap your head around. And what makes it worse is that the pieces from the Hadean Eon are so rare on today's Earth. Iceland, the location of a previous episode, is where you can see geology in action. You can see different stages of geologic succession, something that happens too slowly for humans to observe in their lifetime. The Jack Hill zircons are the exact opposite, and preserve some of the oldest geological mysteries, frozen in tiny crystals that now let geologists literally peer into the past conditions on Earth. Zircon is a physically and chemically resistant mineral, making it ideal to study deep time. There exists no known whole rock on Earth today from the Hadean Eon, but the individual grains of zircon are. Specifically, they are detrital zircon, meaning that they were derived from other rocks and are not in their original location. The Jack Hills zircons would have been formed in rocks during the Hadean Eon, then eroded out of these rocks and worked into new rock where they are today. Meanwhile, the original host rock would have been melted and reworked into the crust. So, while zircons exist from the Hadean, whole rocks do not. As such a resistant mineral, the zircon grains survived through time and were eventually worked into the quartzite rocks found at the Jack Hills. The quartzite are interpreted to have been deposited in alluvial fans during the Archean Eon, just after the Hadean, initially as sandstones, but were later metamorphosed into the metamorphic rock quartzite. 
Alluvial fans are triangular-shaped deposits, like deltas, which occur at the apex of a sediment source, carrying sediments along with them, including the detrital zircons from the Hadean predecessor rock that we're so interested in. Aside from being the oldest known material on Earth today, the Jack Hills zircons should be famous for the fact that they were even found in the first place. Located about 800 kilometers northeast of Perth in the Gibson Desert, the environment is extremely hostile and remote. Weather conditions are unforgiving and wildlife is, well, wild. The fact that geologists in the 1980s through to the early 2000s, could even trek out there and get samples is impressive on its own. But how are such tiny mineral crystals found in such a remote area? The answer all leads back to mining and humans' need to extract materials from the ground. The same region hosts banded iron formations, or BIFs as they're known in the geology world. As the name suggests, BIFs contain iron and are therefore economically of interest. They are a type of chemical sedimentary rock. Therefore, we can apply Nicholas Steno's Law of Stratigraphy. Steno's Law of Superposition states that in stratigraphic sequences, older rocks will be lower than younger rocks. It was known that local quartzites were lower on the stratigraphic record, and therefore older than the BIFs, which were dated at about 2.7 billion years old, which is still incredibly old and impressive, but it prompted scientists to journey out to this hostile place to look at the quartzites. Researchers expected to find rocks older than 2.7 billion years, thanks to the laws of stratigraphy. They not only found that, but they also found the oldest material known on Earth. Talk about luck. The zircons were, and still are, dated primarily using uranium-lead radiometric dating methods. Zircon formation involved thorium atoms, another element, which strongly oppose lead atoms. Zircon formation also involves uranium atoms. Over time, uranium decays into lead, which means that any lead found in the zircons today is radiogenic, meaning that it was derived from radioactive decay of in this case, uranium. By analyzing the amount of lead in a zircon, geologists can backtrack its age based on chemical knowns, specifically the decay rate of uranium into lead. In addition to the age, the chemical makeup of the zircon grains speaks to the conditions under which it formed. Chemical signatures in the grains suggest the presence of continental crust during their formation which provides key insight into the Hadean Eon. There was continental crust. This was determined by delta-18O values. In geochemistry, delta-18O, where O is the chemical symbol for oxygen, is a measure of the ratio of the stable oxygen isotopes, oxygen-18 and oxygen-16. Delta-18O analysis of zircon illustrates the melting of supracrustal material altered at low temperature in the presence of liquid water, which would have been in the form of mud. 
Additionally, chemical signatures show evidence for the presence of liquid water during formation, once again painting a picture of the Hadean eon. There was water. The delta-18O values showing material alteration in the presence of liquid water, paired with uranium-lead geochronology, that is, the absolute dating of rock samples, shows that these muds were present during the Hadean when the zircons formed. While these things might seem simple, it's incredibly important to defining the Hadean. To put it into perspective, the only things on Earth from this time period are crystals, micrometers in diameter. There are no rocks or life, and obviously no photographs or textbooks. These crystals are all we have. Being able to identify continental-type crust and the presence of liquid water are two truly massive observations. In addition, land without life, specifically vegetation, would have significantly impacted sedimentation. You may be familiar with the fact that vegetation, even as simple as grass, helps hold slopes together thanks to subsurface roots. The way ancient sedimentation occurred is therefore not fully understood because the world we see today has vegetation. The Jack Hills zircons are extremely tiny windows almost 4.4 billion years into the past. The smallest chemical signatures speak to the conditions of the Hadean Eon, one of the most elusive time periods in Earth's history. The remote Jack Hills outcrops in Western Australia are a key piece of the puzzle of deep time. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed this podcast, please share it with your friends and family. The International Geologic Pilgrimage of Backyard Geology is part of the Geology Podcast Network and is sponsored by Traveling Geologist. You can find more episodes from the Geology Podcast Network wherever you subscribe to your podcasts. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Traveling Geologist to never miss a new release. Remember, geology rocks. <laughs>